Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Shh. Can you hear him? Welcome to Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited to welcome you to another episode where we share insider tips, really how to make the most out of our real estate, and as well as tips, truths, and sometimes some tools and techniques and tips that we all need. We even can. We all deserve you. No, that's you. That's I and that's everyone. So that we can turn our house into a home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. So do you, are you talking about God? Listening? Yes. Yes. You can't hear God if you're talking. Well, you can't hear anybody if you're talking. That's true. Right. So in this episode, what we're going to learn and explore and maybe even discover a little bit about is how can we tune in to hear even the still small voice more intently, more intentionally than we currently are. Yeah. And one of the troubles with listening to God, I find, is sometimes God's thinking or God's reasoning or God's ways are not necessarily the ways of the world. Or your ways. And so if you're listening and then you <laughs> act on God's direction, some people th- might think you're a little woo, little crazy. And sometimes they think you're crazy. If you say you hear from God, they go, well, do you hear voices in your head? But it's not always that way. Although it could be. Because who am I to limit the way God communicates to me? So what's the solution? You're willing to talk about being crazy? Is that what you're trying to tell That's me? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is not your average life's inside track because this is a little out there for us. So For me. I don't know about for you. Maybe not for you. Well, I live out there a little <laughs> bit, I guess. I, mean, what, what I think what you were saying before we got on air was that this is a tough conversation. Because it's a uncomfortable conversation because you're kind of a little bit concerned about how others might perceive you. Yeah, and how even the listening factor, like sometimes I've had full judgment here, full disclosure. Sometimes people of deep faith have said things to me that they believe something's going to happen or something is occurring or they're going to get this house without you know it even being up for sale or whatever. And they have total faith. And sometimes it happens and sometimes maybe it hasn't happened yet. But the point is, it may seem a little strange to conventional worldly thinking. Right. Or even faithful thinking. Right? Because because it takes something. And so what we really want to explore a little bit is what are those ways? And maybe you've already done most of these and you're thinking, I can add to your list. Well, then please do add to our list. Send us an email at together at deckerteam.com and share or give us a phone call 613-860-4663. Because we're always looking for more tools really in the toolbox so that we can do an even better job of listening. 
And so one of the ways I have found it really helpful to listen is to actually zip it. Oh. Like be quiet? Yeah, like be quiet. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And we have found the, it started with some spiritual exercises actually that I did with a spiritual director. I guess I met her over, I don't know, like in 09. Yeah, I remember meeting her and it was a very intentional moment. And then she was a life coach and then eventually became a spiritual director. And I got to be one of her first students sort of in the beta test. Yeah, and so tell us about, like, that's a strange term. Spiritual direction? I mean, you direction? hear pastors and reverends and fathers, and but a spiritual director? Yeah. So somebody that actually, we would do gospel contemplation, reread the same scripture several times to hear what would come out of it. And she would be listening in a spiritual sense for maybe what I was saying, what I wasn't saying, what impressions that she got from the Lord and what impressions she got as a result of what I was and or wasn't saying. And then would find a way of sharing some of that or asking me questions. It's back to this whole consult. I mean, we talk about consult almost in every episode of Life's Inside Track and in every segment because consult or even a spiritual exercise or spiritual direction is so often about a question that's been asked and then listening and tuning in for the best answer. Hmm. Fascinating. So tell us a little bit about that journey you went on, because I've noticed you hear from God more than I do now. And when you hear from God, sometimes it's at night. You, we, we pray that we'll both hear a word or a sentence or a direction when we wake up. Many times you do, and I don't. And I think it's because of the closeness that you developed through that, was it a year long? Well, first it was spiritual direction for many, many years. And then we moved into a thing called the Ignatian exercises or Ignatian spirituality. We, the guy was alive in the 1500s. Great story. If you haven't ever read it, I would encourage you to. Mm-hmm. And then we did a thing called spiritual exercises, just like you would if you were going to do your physical exercise. So we actually set a time limit There was actually a prescribed method of following through to the exercises, which created a level of discipline. So at first, I didn't like the idea that she was confining my direct one-on-one time with the spiritual exercise every morning for 30 minutes. And then it was about another 15 minutes throughout the day, specific way of carrying it out. And yet it created an ability to hear things that I couldn't have heard before. It it, and it has stayed with me. I mean, it's been a couple of years since I finished the intensity of it, and now often I'm in the tranquility room for an hour and a half, two hours, and I think maybe I hear more as I'm there longer, but not necessarily. Sometimes just based on the specific way that we did things, actually allowed me to hear so much in such a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one way. Yep. Another way is for someone else to advise or uh, confirm something that you've been thinking. They mm-hmm. they confirm it without having prior knowledge. Right. Uh, that's always fascinating when that happens. Now, what I would say is be careful because sometimes people come to you and go, God told me to tell you. We've had some of those. And, and you wonder. God can tell you himself. He can. 
And so generally he doesn't tell people to tell, unless they're prophets. I guess the prophets were told to tell people. Right. But a lot of times our experience has been the thing that they come to tell me is really the message they need to hear from my perspective. Ooh, that's interesting. Right? Like, <laughs> especially when it's a harsh word or something. Um, and not to say that there isn't times that we need to listen to somebody else's insight. It's just confirm it against the word of God. Does it align with the word of God is a great place to start. Oh, yes. If it aligns with the word of God, then it quite possibly can be a word from God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think we have to be open to hearing. Mm. Again, if we're too busy, too much, mm-hmm. too much stuff in our life, no time of quiet. It's pretty hard to hear that quiet voice. Mm -hmm. So quiet. You're hearing me say quiet. And I know everybody thinks yet is loud and she's bold and she's out there. (laughs) And the other side of me is I sit really for a long time, really quiet and listen a lot. Yeah, but you don't get amazing. to see that on air because that would be really boring to sit and watch me <laughs> be quiet. That would be like horrific. Yeah, you'd probably turn off the radio if it just went to silence, right? You, you would. Okay, today we're going to have a 30-minute silence. You listen to God, we'll listen to God. and uh, Let's yeah. see how we do. I so think we'll get kicked off of CHRI. I think we're gone <laughs> and off YouTube and it would just be bad news. So we are grateful, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're grateful to be your partners in moving forward together in developing wealth, wisdom, and worth. Fortunately, I've been blessed with selective hearing. (laughs) I don't know if it's blessed. Sorry, I know all I'm supposed to say is that we are grateful that we've been able to create for you free access to over 503 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we share insider tips, making house home, building wealth, and even how to strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationship, which... The good news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or even on the go. <laughs> Selective hearing <laughs> totally blew my mind because, you know, most people do have some sense of selective hearing. And I think you have been blessed beyond. I got a double portion. You got at least a dozen double portion of selective hearing. But then it's it's... It doesn't work out like it works out when you ask me to do stuff. It doesn't work out well when God asks me to do stuff to have selective hearing. It does. But it doesn't let, even work well when you do it with me. Well, let me explain how it works well. Because oh. if you tell me, like you know, you say to me, "Ken, I need you to go to the store and get water softener, salt. I need you to get broccoli, and I need you to get rice. We're having company tonight." So maybe pick up some ice cream for dessert. Yeah. Yeah. So what do I come home with? Oh, I know what you come home with because you forgot the part about just listen to the whole message because that's what we're going to talk about that's in this episode, right? Hearing, yeah. Uh-huh. So I come home with the ice cream yeah. and flowers. Right. Why do I bring flowers? Because you like flowers. Yes, that. And <laughs> we're having company and it's nice to have flowers when you have company. Right. But what about the food? Now I can't make the dinner that I wanted to make. I know, but you put the company in the wrong section. It's called selective hearing. I want to hear what I, what feels good to me when when I'm listening to God and God tells me I need to say something that doesn't feel good. Ooh, sometimes. Like he asked me to ask a question of somebody. Oh, yeah. And, and that's tough. Right. It's tough to listen to the Spirit when the Spirit says, 
do something sometimes. And so how do you get over that? You just buy lots of ice cream? That's Thank you for that suggestion. <laughs> no, 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 no. So how do you, how have you figured out how to navigate the urge and the desire to exercise your double portion of selective mm-hmm. hearing? I think journaling, and it's been a, it's been a tough travel for me to journal. I don't like journaling in the past. In the past, I haven't liked journaling. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see on the radio the look of death I just got. Um, (laughs) Tune into YouTube channel because it'll be pretty fun, (laughs) the expressions you get. I'm pretty sure, even though this is recorded with three cameras, for that portion, it's going to be on the wide angle. No, I think it's just me. No. I'll I'll talk to the producer. No, I'm going to talk and I'm going to make sure they can really (laughs) see the look you got. Yes. Because. You know, we've been bantering right now, and I don't remember now what I was supposed to say. <laughs> okay. Well, you're sharing with us all, including me, because I really want to know, yes. how do you navigate oh, yes, yes, working yes. through your double blessing, double of portion blessing, blessing of selective mm-hmm. hearing? Well, I think part and of And you were talking about journaling. Yes, finding. is writing it down mm. as I hear from God, especially if he's got a couple things. You know, maybe he's talking a lot to me. If I'm not writing them down, I might just remember the last one and not remember those important steps first. And the last one may not work without the first steps. It's very Like very eating true, ice cream it? without having your dinner may not work for the ultimate right. svelled body like I have. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Distraction. Like distraction is one of those things that can really get us into trouble when we're wanting to listen. We see the geese out in the field or... God created those geese. I know. They're beautiful. Except when they're a distraction from listening. I listen to them. They honk. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, So we're talking about helping you or help ourselves find a place where we're less prone to distraction. That is a way to hear more. And what have Mm -hmm. I learned to do with you when I really want you to hear what I'm going to say? You put your hands on my little face. It's not that little. (laughs) Turn it towards you and look in my eyes. Right. Just like a little boy when you need to get their attention. Right. Yes. And so sometimes it actually means physically touching the person, which God can't so much do necessarily. Like the next example I'm about to talk about, you know, I was busy at work and I think God wanted to get my attention. Like I had some minor surgery. I got uh, a blood infection. I kept thinking it's just a flu. flu. A flu. Coincidence. You get the flu after surgery. And (laughs) so I was taking Advil flu and then Tylenol flu and then I'd switch back and forth and I'm shaking, but I'm still out working. Yeah, because you just had a little flu. This was way before COVID, so we were not... No, we weren't isolating. We weren't isolating. We weren't stressed about the idea of it being COVID. So then, so my body's telling me I need to slow down. I'm sick. My God is telling me. And what's your... My wife is telling me. And my friends who came over to visit came up into the room because I couldn't come down. And they said, we should take you to the hospital. And I said... No, I'm okay. It's just a flu. As I was shaking underneath the covers. From Wednesday till Saturday. 
Yeah. Yeah. A little silly, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the selective hearing. I chose to ignore all the signs. And sometimes God, like, yes, I spent a couple of days in hospital, which were very uncomfortable. The next few days. Very scary. For some people. Not for me. I didn't know. No, but for other people. Um, For other people in your life, like your daughter? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Very scary. And when I came home, I got to rest for basically a week to recover. And I got to listen to God. And I think God decided he'd slow me down so he could talk with me. (laughs) And you heard some things you'd never heard before. Yes, absolutely. Which was helpful. Yeah. Just slow down, breathe deeply, breathe him in, and listen. Is what I heard. Mm-hmm. And what's another time that maybe you weren't listening? Oh, it's, it's real Ken today. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, it, I don't know. You you help me. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, around the business, we were thinking of releasing the franchise, and I didn't know how. And I I knew we weren't called to be under that franchise anymore. After fifteen years. Yeah, and. I delayed the decision, delayed the decision, delayed the decision. Finally, people were leaving our company left and right. We went down to like less than half, 45 agents. Well, we'd been up to 130. Yeah, we were losing money like crazy. Uh And a friend was staying with us and she, she came home. All excited one day, and I'm kind of like depressed and angry. It was Easter, actually. Was it Easter? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, God, I'm in tears because God was speaking to me in the car on the way here. And his message was, he's doing something for you that you were either unwilling or unable to do yourself. Or way too afraid. Well, I'd be unwilling. (laughs) Afraid. You can put that all in there. So God... Strip that away, but he didn't tell me to close the company. It's his company. He helped us start it, Solid Rock Realty. And now it's growing and flourishing, and we're well up over 100 agents again. And it's profitable. Yes, and we and the beauty is the franchise people, because we were doing so poorly, they said, yeah, we'll let you out, no problem. They we want you off. out of here. <laughs> yeah, they signed off, which is... We were in a contract that was a never-ending contract that was impossible to get out of, and God got us out of it. So sometimes he gets your attention in amazing ways. Right. Or my attention, because I'm a little harder to get through to, I guess. Yeah, so hopefully in these stories, you're going to be thinking about your own life, thinking about things where maybe there's something right now that you know you need to heed, and you've been choosing not to listen because you hear what you want to hear. Yes, absolutely. And we're privileged and passionate to be positioned for generational wealth along with you. Yetta, can I get into action now? You know me, I'm all about action. I need to get into action. You're all about action. So we're excited that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only selling and buying real estate over 3,117 times, and it's way bigger than that now, but also coming alongside you in flourishing within relationship, building your faith, building your wealth, building your wisdom, and even your fun. So really 30 years of building life, business, and home. Can you get into action now? As long as you're not running ahead. Yeah, that's, you know what? God gave you as my helper. I really like that because many times. 
You really like that? Could you say that again, Ashley? Okay, look straight uh, into the okay. camera and okay. tell everybody what it you just recorded. said. It was recorded. Do I need I to know, say it again? Say it again. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked it. it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I'm very pleased that God gave me you as a helper. A okay. Helpmate. Okay. Yes. That's good. Because I like that. Because I have a tendency to say mm -hmm. yes to things mm -hmm. before considering whether it's best in God's eyes. And right. Yeah. So is, I think, running ahead it, with, before hearing from God is a form of disobedience. That's what right. I was trying to say. Okay. And so what we're going to look at in this episode and learn a little bit about is running ahead is disobedience and not acting may also be disobedience. Yeah. So it's how do you act at the right time mm. and in the right way? That's a good question. Right. Maybe How we do you do that, Ken? Contemplate that. <laughs> Maybe we should come back <laughs> later because you you've moved ahead and moved forward quickly a few times. Mm -hmm. And what's it caused for you? Well, usually you stumble, and sometimes when I move ahead, it's out of pride or independence. And then sometimes, you know, they say pride comes before a fall. I think it's hubris. Is that the word? Hubris comes before fall. Um, but sometimes I don't move. And then that's disobedience as well. So what's, what is the speed at which to move? And then there's other sayings that say, if you're not in movement, God can't steer you. He can't direct you. So sometimes people are paralyzed and not doing anything that's not good either. Right. So what's the solution? Like, I love all these problems, but all, you're the problem solver, the solution-oriented guy. No, yeah. So, but this problem, God has the answer to, not me. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's listening. So it's, it's listening. being in listening again. And it's such a tricky wicket, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And how do you listen? You read the word, you pray, you meditate, you get quiet. Sometimes you ask your spouse. <laughs> you love that one, huh? Well, because you know, sometimes I'll go, "Oh yeah, let's let's do this. Let's buy that. Let's do let's let's go here." Let's and you go, "Did you pray about that?" I go, "Oh, oh, I forgot to pray about that." I think you know. Sometimes I hear from God, and I think it's Him, but I guess if I don't communicate with Him, I don't have that assurance, right? And so sometimes it's nothing more than slowing down enough to make sure that it's not just me wanting what I want. Hmm. So sometimes I just, we've talked about wanting it yeah. my way. I just want what I want. And so then I, I can tune out what doesn't align with what right. I believe. And then other times I hear very, very clearly and know that it's not, it's not necessarily in alignment with my personal thinking. So I'm thinking about a time right now in 2009 when we were at a marriage conference and we weren't there because we were really struggling that much at the time, but we had friends in from Toronto. We were hosting a client event and a bunch of our realtor friends came from Toronto because I was still pretty healing from being sick. And How so you have such a good memory. It's because I'm emotionally connected. I don't to remember this. anybody else came with us or was, what was going on. There was like that. nine other people with us. <laughs> And they came down know. from Toronto and up north and all over because they were a real estate community. Mm -hmm. And they knew I was struggling. We were having a client event. So they came to help decorate the tables and do the hosting and support 
our hundreds of clients that came out to that event. Mm-hmm. And so then while they were here, they stayed with us, which was awesome. And then we went to a marriage conference and many of them didn't have a faith. They were, you know, some of them were struggling in relationships. Some were thriving, but we really weren't going for ourselves. We didn't think. Mm-hmm. And yet when we were there, Francis Chan was specifically the person that spoke most clearly or in his message, I heard, I haven't, and I didn't hear this like in a thousand words, but in what he had to say or audibly, I heard from the Lord that we, our marriage had not been put back together again, was not thriving solely for our benefit. It was thriving. That yeah, it was. It wasn't say corrected. It wasn't? Because of us, we got the benefit of having a great marriage. Right. And so what I heard that day is your marriage is not only for you, and it is meant to be multiplied in the lives of many others. And so I sat on that. How long did you sit on that? I did share it with you right away. How long did you try to hatch it? Like, how long did you sit on it? (laughs) Way too long. Before I was willing, because it was scary to start to share the truth of the journey we've been on and start to share our stories and our mess ups. Because some of you are, I'm sure if you've listened to a number of Life's Inside Tracks, you're thinking, that stuff is nuts. Like, I don't understand those people. I don't know what's (laughs) wrong with those people. It shouldn't be that hard. We don't find it that hard. And yet we knew we were to share the transparency in it because the person that needs to hear the message, that's who we are recording it for. And yet I still didn't want to do it. So I waited a long time Hmm. before I started being willing to be exposed. Like it feels exposing. Yeah. And even talking about things of the spirit, um, talking about praising God for how things happen or what he's saying to us. I've been holding all that in for fear and maybe even pride. You know, the two... The two twins The double punch? The double punch Mm -hmm. that stop us from being obedient many times is fear and pride. Mm -hmm. And lately, we've been praying for some people in our lives that, you know, whether they're couples or not, or men for me in my life that that, um, can be peers, leaders as well, right? And God's brought in a few people in the last little while who are very spiritual, very spirit-led, very open with how they make their decisions and why they made the decision to do whatever they've done. And how God actually has directed them in their decision-making and praising and glorifying God boldly and openly. Yes. And And they're not necessarily inciting ministry. No, they're not. They're in business. One of them owns a mortgage company. And really it's, the answer of that prayer. Now, maybe I didn't think God would answer it that way. You didn't want him to. Well, probably not. But <laughs> I never even really thought of it, except for a few weeks ago. I said, you know what? Those men that have come in, that, and I don't love Zoom calls because I'm Zoomed out. But those <laughs> men, they live in different towns, different countries even. some yeah. of them, And Zoom is a, a way of connecting and we sat and we broke bed. We ate while they ate and we just had a, a good time. So God, working in God's timing is perfect. Right. So we are thankful for when God answers prayer and sometimes when he doesn't answer prayer. Yeah. 
We're honored to be your advocates on the journey of real estate and creating a life exponential. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving